freebrooklyn.org. All right, don't let dead air happen, Aaron. Vamp. Vamp all right, well, you should all listen to my podcast, Yes and I Am. It's an improv comedy podcast where each week I invite on a different comedian. And uh, right before I hit record, I tell them a celebrity they'll be playing. And I interview them as that celebrity, whether they know them or not. That's right. Sometimes they don't know who the celebrity is and they just have to make something up. I have a list of uh, questions in front of me and I will ask them said questions and they'll be like, yeah, that was me. I think that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's got a lot of episodes. Uh, I recently just brought it back after like a two-year hiatus. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, I, I had like 120 episodes I was recording for a long time. Oh, wow. Who's the funniest celeb? That See, that's the thing is people ask me and like... That's a common uh, question. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, the thing is like, I, I, I remember comedians. I don't remember who they played often. Um, or like, I, I will have to like think, oh, I had that person play that person. And, um, yeah, no. And people bring such different things to the show that it becomes like its own thing. Like some people play it like super impressiony. And so they do like these amazing, like, I remember I had a guy play, uh, Guy Fieri and he sounded exactly like him. Wow. Yeah. And so that was one thing. But then um, I had one of my friends play uh, Chad Kroger from the band Nickelback, and he completely made up this wacky, like, uh, he had no clue who this person was. So he was like, I am a Greek god. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to yes and this, sure, and uh, we'll sure, see sure. where it goes. Oh, I can't hear my. Can you yeah, yeah. Hear I do- oh, now I hear me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, that's good. much better. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, good. All right. Uh, that was a preamble. That was a long ad for my podcast. That's good. And now <laughs> this is this is also your podcast. You just heard our our, our new uh, co-host, uh, uh, Aaron Max Weininger. Yeah, you got it right. I'm Ralph Jean Pierre, and this is No Suggestion, an improv comedy talk show. Okay, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're. we're I'm gonna say we're gonna jump right into it. I don't have any agenda. There's nothing. Uh, there's no fanfare coming. But uh, we have a guest in the studio with us today. Me and me and Aaron. We have a guest in the studio with us today. I'm not gonna say your last name because I'm a, I'm afraid of it. Okay, we got Jess Mukios. Ah, congrats! Cultured. You did it. Cultured. Okay. Oh yeah. It, oh. oh no. Oh really? Oh, uh, oh, we can do. We can. Uh, oh, you got got to adjust know, levels. Maybe I'm just really good with a microphone. I think you're just. I think you're just really. Yeah. I yeah. No, I'm just really up on it, and I, my voice carries. Wait a minute. There you go. Mine does too. Oh, oh no! no wait, you're, Jess, you're I don't think you were on. Wait a minute! Wow! Uh oh! Damn it! You did it! <laughs> we gotta start. <laughs> we gotta start over. Oh God! Wait, yeah. Now it sounds. <laughs> Okay, Max, you talk now. My name's not Max. Oh, Aaron Max. There you go. <laughs> can I do, can I do, who calls you Max in your life? No one. Can I? I want to. Maybe. All right. 
Um, okay, try to say my husband. No, I'm just kidding. Jess Mukios. Yes. They heard that part. Oh. They didn't hear you say that I did it perfectly. Oh, you did it perfectly first try. <laughs> what, what, what nationality is that from? Is it Greek? It is Greek. Yeah. What's funny, though, is that the last name is Greek, but my I'm mostly Italian. So, And the only grandpa that I had that was Greek moved to Florida, and then my grandma remarried an Italian Man, so all four of my grandparents were Italian growing up, but my last name is. Like, all all I can think of Greece. is like the Odyssey and Iliad. Like, yeah. y- y- your families were at war at some point way back in time. Yeah, and uh, this this was the real like Helen of Troy situation here. Yeah, that really brought the worlds together with your grandmother. Your grandmother was Helen. Is that was, is that what is that the? I think so. Metaphor? Okay, I I I okay. I wish I knew more about Greece. I was conceived there. Wait, really? No yes. <laughs> like, was it like a honeymoon situation? Why do you know where you were conceived? Uh, because <laughs> my dad was in the Air Force, and then my mom got there. Wow. My mom got pregnant, and then they flew wait, to Brooklyn. Wait, your mom got there? What? Wait, wait, wait. Your mom was just there? To, Greece? like, meet your no, dad there? No, I'm not Greek in any way. Oh. My, both of my parents are Haitian, and okay. as a matter of fact, they grew up knowing each other. They've known each other all their lives. Okay. But my dad was in the Air Force, and they went there. To, to oh, some he, base there. Oh, okay. To train. Okay. And then my mom got pregnant. Okay. And I there. Wow. So, so I was there warming wow. in my mother's belly. And then we, at the last second, they came to Brooklyn so I could be born in Brooklyn. We're all adults here. We know it's a uterus. Yes. It's not yes. a belly. My parents had sex. Yes. I didn't want to say so. I was going to involve a stork. But, and then I, <laughs> then I, then I was born here. Um, so yeah, that's my connection to Greece, and apparently I went there as a young child. Back, wow, back to the yeah. where it all happened. But I've never, I've never, uh, I've never been. Welcome there. to the Grecian Islands, where all babies are conceived. Uh, hey, 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 girl, listen. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just want I want us to have a baby, and this is where we got to do it. I, I knew this going in. I knew when you said you wanted to go Would you like some moussaka? I hear that's the aphrodisiac of, yeah. of love. Yeah. yeah. We, we've we've been in a little bit of a rough patch, and we haven't really, uh, I really done it in a while. Well, here on the Grecian islands, we, we pray to Athena, goddess of love, and uh, she brings fertility. Yeah. I, I just wish... Uh, Dionysus wine? Dionysus wine? You're just char- You're a little too charming. And a li- and you're. I'm falling in love with him. Stop it! I'm falling in love with him. Don't. Ever since I got down here, it's like I'm looking at every guy that walks by in a different way. Hello. It's the it's the, the Greek air. Don't don't greet my girl. Oh, with oh your you're hair doing you're, you're doing your Italian dance there. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm very nervous. I'm very the, nervous. The, the, that, this is what brought us to war during the Iliad. I don't want war. I but I do want you to leave me and my lady alone. Because we're going through a rough patch, but I feel like if we have a baby, things will get better. If we conceive a baby here in Greece, then we can go back to wherever we're from and, and raise that child. Don't you? Here, go to the coast of Mykonos and make love. Okay, that's what we're going to do. I like don't, the way he said that. Don't d- no, take like that twinkle out that. of your eye, I like dude. the way he said that. I like the smirk. I like what's going on over there. No. I'm sorry, honey. What, what do you sorry. like about me? Tell me one thing you like about me. I got some sunscreen I on. like that you're kind. Thank you. But I'm just not feeling it in that way. Ah, What kind of way do you need to feel? I, I can make my voice deep. 
Oh, very nice. Oh, no. Everything you're doing is making it worse. It's just he says one thing and it's like I can't even, it doesn't even compare. Where is this breeze coming from that your uh, hair is blowing? Ah, uh, it comes from the god Poseidon. He brings it off the waters of Mykonos. Did you say Poseidon? Poseidon. Oh, stop it's a it. sexual Poseidon. All right, listen. If if you listen, I believe that we can work and make a family. I just, I I just want to give it one shot. I want to take this gentleman. What's your name, sir? My name is uh, Jason Manzukas. Oh, <laughs> wow! Just like the famous comedian, but not him. Wow! <laughs> I feel like it's that's... a very common Greek name. There's a lot of them here. Ah. Uh, my name is Todd. You see how that just oh, fell in God. the air? Okay. You see how no one responded? Listen, let's... I'm I'm going back home, and if you love me, you'll follow me back. I'm getting on the next flight home. That sounds like an ultimatum. Why are you so emotionally intelligent all of a sudden? He has everything. He doesn't just have a voice. You can see it. He's a romantic man. He's a renaissance man. My question for you is if I get on that plane after I'm with Jason Manzoukas, would you take me back? Yes, I yes, I would. Yes, I would. All right, then we have an agreement. I'll see you back at the airport. You're pregnant now, aren't you? Scene. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I've, I've lived too much of that scene. All right. Um, <laughs> I lived exactly zero percent of that scene. <laughs> um, uh, Jess, oh, I went, this is a question I had. I don't yes. know if it'll go anywhere, but what did you major in? And, and, and you went to Brooklyn College. No, you went to Boston College. Boston College, yeah. I majored in political science. Wow. Yes. Is, is, what's, what's that? Uh, that's a good question. What is that? <laughs> um, it's kind of like history adjacent. It's about like political theory and stuff. What is, what was fun though, is that I did local political campaigns in the summers as my internships. So I would like go door to door and try to make Democrats win in New Jersey. Mm. Um, which was fun because the local races would come to like 30 votes sometimes. So it was like really like if you knock on doors and like take action, you could swing, you can make uh, long, long seated Democrat, uh, long seated Republicans lose. So the, the only thing is I did have to knock on doors, um, on Memorial Day and ask people who they were voting for in the 2016 election, which was either Trump or Hillary. <laughs> and, uh, people really didn't like that I was asking them that while they were having a barbecue. I can't believe that they sent us out into neighborhoods to do that, but, we had to, so we were knocking on doors. It was literally like people would slam doors in my face, like slam windows, go like, get out of here. Um, but they were trying to get data and I was trying to tell them about the local candidates. But at the end, I had to ask who they were voting for in 2016, which they didn't want to tell me. Did, oh, you got to scoot in a little bit more, scoot in a little bit. You could push these uh, forward. Okay. Yeah. I was want to make sure you get in, get in there real good. Um, yes, yes, yes. Did you, did you, that year and yes. that political uh whatever season that is a very specific time in our history and a very that's a very interesting position i think you're in to talk to people did you learn something about people or about humans or about voters or about politics did you learn something then or was it just like just fucking crazy (laughs) no you uh, you learned a lot it was it, it was really cool i mean the 
The big thing that they would talk about all the time is that Republicans were more comfortable voting down the ballot than Democrats were. So Democrats needed to know about every single candidate before they felt comfortable to vote about to vote for them. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like one political party is more educated than the other. Yes, yeah, that's, that's true. So when we would go around with the candidates, if they just like met someone and shook their hand, that was like enough for them to be like, oh, I know this person. I know what they stand for. And I think it helped people feel more comfortable voting down ballot in local uh, I races. Mean, that is interesting. Gosh, that's so I, I feel like uh, like I vote and I whatever. I, I try not to be a two. It just feels too much like teams to me. Yeah. It feels like team sports. Yes. I don't like it. I don't like I'm not a super competitive. What do you person. have against team sports? <laughs> I mean, yeah, what do you have against team sports? I mean, I I I wouldn't have anything against team sports if there was some way that everyone could feel feel that they've won something, gained something. And you're deciding to tell us this on the championship game? You think you're better than us? I I mean, I You I'm, think you're above the team? I'm a yeah. towel boy and I I have a right to have my own mind and and I'm sorry that I'm saying this when we're getting off the bus to the championship game but I just I don't like competitive sports. I'm here to support you, but I'm allowed to have my own points of view. So you're saying we're not going to have towels. So you're saying we're not going to have the towels we need to beat the other team. I will I will not Shirk my responsibilities. I will provide you with fresh towels, clean, fluffed. How dry. can we know that for sure that you will if you don't believe in team sports? Yeah. When we get all sweaty and we're disgusting and we're gross and we need to wipe ourselves off so that we can keep playing, how are, close to my know, face. how are we going to know that you're See this? I'm already you. sweaty. I'm, I'm already sweaty. sweaty. Where, where's the we're towels? We're already getting sweaty. Just even thinking about this. The, we, listen, we, we are a team and I, that I do not deny, and the, and the, and I think that is great, and that is wonderful. I wish that we could have a little bit more good sportsmanship and good, just good will toward. What are you man. suggesting? You're gonna give towels to the other team? I've brought a few extra towels, okay. In case their towel boy runs out, I will be in support. Do we even know their towel boy's name? His name is Dylan. He's a very good towel boy. You don't want to be better than him? Uh, if we don't have the best towel boy, that's a weak link on our team. Yeah. Did you ever think about how good he was doing and you wanted to be the best? Did you ever have that? You don't even have the drive. Do you have the drive to be good at what you do? I've been reviewing tapes of his towel boy work, and I've been writing him letters in appreciation for his work because it's oh. been an inspiration to me and my work as a towel boy. Do you I, think we write letters to the other team? I think you should. I think you should write them letters and tell them how much their play inspires you to grow and be better and to push yourselves. And I think you should I think you should ask them how their families are doing and how their studies are going. And if they're having a hard time, I think you should encourage them. And if they and if they speak well of themselves, I think you should congratulate them because it's a hard life. Wow. 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 Both of you, please stop pointing your pointing your fingers into my chest. We got so caught up on winning and trying to be the best that we forgot to take into account that other people are also human beings. Yeah, there, 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 there's something about crushing another team. There's something they, about absolutely beating the hell 
out of another team in the end of a game. That you really don't think about them as humans. You just no. think about them as things to crush. To crush. They have souls. They have mothers. They eat. They have a favorite cereal and a favorite VHS tape that they watched when they were younger. They have a favorite blanket. Wait, they have a favorite VHS tape? How old are these, is this team we're playing? I don't have a favorite VHS tape. Do you? I liked to watch Fern Gully. It's a tape that my uncle left me, and I watch it every year. And when the black sewage in Fern Gully started attacking the forest, didn't you want the forest to fight with fire to get it away? Yeah. That's a deep pull from the plot of Fern Gully. I, it didn't you acceptance. want the Fern Gully to get rid of the bulldozers that were trying to take down the forest? This... Listen, I know. Did you, you want them to get crushed? Did no. you want no, or did you want the little fairies to die? I wanted them to live. I wanted it more than anything. You guys get out there and kill those bastards. <laughs> yeah, I brought a knifeless scene. <laughs> Wonderful. You thought you had us. Yeah. <laughs> you got. You got we me. Gave in you for a second. turned me. Um. Uh. I. Yeah. I. I really is so so. Uh, would you say that you are a political what what brought you into doing political science is, is it political interest or was it just it was interesting to you yeah it, it was more that it was interesting to me more than it's like a as big of a thing for me i feel like i think in high school i took ap gov and i ap gov ap gov and i liked that and i thought it was i like his like taking history classes and like writing i'm more naturally inclined to like the writing papers route so and then I took classes in college and I was like, oh, I like this. So just went with it from there. But I don't do anything with it now anymore. But it was fun to work on those campaigns in the summers. I, I'm I'm always trying to figure out how I feel about history. Like I always hear about people who like uh, r- read books about presidents. Mm-hmm. You do any of that? You know about presidents? Uh, th- I know there's 46 of them. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like it's a cool thing to know, but I don't I don't know any of that stuff. I- the good thing about history in school, at least, was you would kind of talk about there's only so many events that happened. So every year you would kind of go over the same events. So if you learn them once, you kind of knew what you were going to already talk about it sometimes as you kept going. So like if you learned about World War Two in fifth grade in sixth grade, you were also probably going to learn about World War Two again. And then in seventh grade, you know what I mean? And then when you're an adult, you'll realize that, like, there was a lot of lies you were taught. That's true. Also, yeah. yeah. I Even, th- like, I feel like this is probably an ignorant thought. But the whole thing, like, my dad, my dad, I hope you don't hear this, dad. My dad gets really <laughs> bent out of shape around Christopher Columbus and around things. It's like, yeah, people lie. People yeah, he committed lie. genocide. Yes. Yeah. It's terrible, but also... But also, you're Haitian. Like, you you should be, like, anti-Columbus. I am. I'm not for Columbus. No, I mean your dad. Oh, no, no. Yeah, my dad's super anti-Columbus. But I think there's also, like, a thing like, why don't they tell us the truth? And it's like, how many people can tell the truth? Well, the thing is, I think about a lot, like, if you have a night out and something happens, or, like, a day where something happens... If you ask six people what happened in that same event, you can't really explain it correctly. Rashomon. Yeah. No, nobody has like, nobody has a grasp 
on what the truth is. We're all just trying to piece life together. That's true. And I don't have I don't have a smart thought about this. I I just sort of feel like, yeah. Just so like, you're not that bad that they lied. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I I guess I guess I can't even really think of it as lying. I can I just think of it as like people are have a very limited capacity to do anything. You know what I mean? I think that's m- maybe even more pessimistic than getting mad that they <laughs> lied. You're kind of like no one can ever tell the truth. No one can. I don't think yeah, anyone. Which can. is kind of true. Is that a lot bad? Of ways. Is that a bad? Uh, I don't know. The truth is relative. <laughs> yeah, it's super. It's, I think it's super. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I uh, except the fact that Columbus committed genocide. That shit's true. I listen, you guys. I know everybody's gonna say that I committed genocide, and um, I, you got you have to see it my way. Okay, Chris, explain. <laughs> you gotta see it my way. I mean, come on. I mean, there's only so many good patches of grass. You know what I mean? And we got a lot of people who need some good. You know what I mean? Chris, you renamed an entire continent. Because you got lost. Listen, I didn't know I was lost. Yeah, no, it's quite apparent when you misnamed the indigenous people Indians because you thought you were in India. Listen, to be fair, none of us knew we weren't in India. We all thought we were in India. And uh, I... What was your first... Yeah, yeah. What was your first sign that you weren't in India, Chris? aren't we aren't we in india what i was saying you're a bad guy and that you spent a lot of time trying to convince us you're a good guy and it's just like we see what you did on paper we get I, it i feel like good guys don't have to convince other people that they're good guys yeah king like and queen Todd? of spain i really I, I really feel like you guys should cut me some slack i'm spanish aren't i yeah you guys cut me. you guys are the ones who sent me out there we sent you to india because you said you could get there faster. Yeah. You said you could go there, at least. At the very least. Find it. If you give me another shot, I bet you I will. Give me another shot. Give me another boat. Bet you I'll get to India. I mean, we'll just go the long way. We know how to get there through the long way, through yeah. land. We're legally not allowed to give you any more boats because of what you did. Give me a jet ski. Come on, guys. Let's do it. You're Columbus going to two. ride a jet ski across the Atlantic Ocean? Columbus 2. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Let's do this. You know, I'm almost convinced because I want to see if he can do it. (laughs) On a jet ski? On a jet ski. Yeah. No no crew, just a jet ski and Chris. No crew. Just me. And, and, uh, you know, if I... Can he get to India on just a jet ski? If I don't pull it off this time, guys, I swear. What? What, what what will we be able to do to you, Chris? Probably take the jet ski back. Probably. You're not going to get to keep the jet ski if you don't find India. I'm not going to lie. Sidebar, I don't think there's any way he makes it across. I think he's just going to die, and then we can just wash our hands of this problem. Oh, so you're looking at this like an execution that we don't actually have to do? Exactly. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I understand why you would think that. I'm willing to take that risk. I, I get, we get our hands dirty with all these executions. Like I'd rather have less blood on my hands by him exactly. Dying. And then it's just just a freak accident. He got over ambitious. Yeah, 
I just want to say you guys are great together. You guys really we love each other you so sort, much. You yeah. sort problems out. Yeah. It's really nice. I, I'm a better king than her previous husband, uh, Henry the Eighth. So yes, I, I, it's really inspiring to to all of us the way you guys just talk, really talk amongst each other and think things through and sort mm-hmm. things out. We also specialize in talking shit about the person that's sitting across from us. I am I am one of your constituents you you have free you have carte blanche you can do whatever you want i am just i don't want to have to give the jet ski back you after you form a bond with a jet ski or a ship come on every i may not live through this you didn't give back your previous ships yet? yeah where's the nina pinta and santa maria whoa yeah. my phone is going crazy guys i will be, i will be i will i'm gonna talk to you guys later <laughs> scene <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Um, the world and, famous Columbus isn't so bad. I <laughs> gotta get at least one in. You have to. Every he really, set. he really needed to get that jet ski to go across the Atlantic. Yeah. Every set you do, you gotta get that in there. I somehow. get one in there. Just, uh, I just want to. I don't. It's not even that I disagree with my dad. I just want to present another point of view. Come on, yeah. dad. Let's yeah. let's do another side of it. Um, what are your? So, are you? Are you in New York now just doing like, I'm just pursuing comedy, fuck it, I'm not doing anything with politics or political science anymore? And what do your folks think about it? <laughs> no, so I, I do day job. Okay. Yeah, so I do, um, I was saying this earlier, I work for Ross, the company. The, the uh, department store? Yeah. Wow. So they have a buying office in New York, so I do HR for them. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I work on like projects and things. I used to do leave of absence. Wait, what? Yeah, like, well, I used to like help people who do paperwork if they were taking a leave of absence. Okay, okay. Um, HR. How do you? I don't even know. I know it's. Wait, I don't know what HR is. HR is human resources. Yeah. What is that? So that's a good question. I I started working in hiring, and it was kind of sim like the I worked as like a coordinator, which was kind of similar to what I did on political campaigns, kind of. Ooh. Um, so that's how I figured that out because I couldn't do political campaigns for my job because um, you have to like move around the country if your candidates lose if you do local campaigns like my team was like well all right we're heading to Idaho like they had to like move and I'm like I don't want to do that as like my actual job um, so so that's I started in hiring and then I did leave it's kind of like um, yeah I don't know it's like the I don't know how to explain HR actually it's like the the department you could frame it in a lot of ways people don't like it sometimes but luckily I don't do the like firing side of things um, which is also a part of HR but I've only done hiring and then helping people with paperwork human resource I mean I I hear that term all the time and I'm just realizing that I have no idea what that what that term means there's so many terms like that where you're like what is what is this? Everyone says it, but I don't. I don't. I, I don't have any other examples, and I really wish I did. Right? Yeah. Now. Well, so, but so you do the day job, and then everything else is just is just comedy. Yeah. Is that okay? But is there like, for you, is there like I got a plan? I'm trying to get to this point. I want to. I want to hit these milestones or get to this sort of skill level. Or you just like, I just ended up doing a lot of comedy, and I'm going to keep doing it. That's a good question. I think the. It's so hard to figure out what's going on in the city right now just because like the spaces keep changing and like theaters are coming yeah. back, theaters are leaving, things like that. So I think the it was more clear when I was doing well, like, it, it was more clear when I was doing um closer to me, you're saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Um 
it was more clear when I was doing um, UCB because it was more like you want to get on Academy and then you want to get on Lloyd and then you want to get on Harold. So it was like very like clear benchmarks, but there's, that doesn't really exist anymore. So I'm just kind of trying to do whatever I can. And then if new theaters come, try to get in there, just kind of just keep going, even though everything keeps disappearing. <laughs> yeah. Aaron, did you feel you were on a course when you were doing stuff at the pit that you were like, no, I was free to do whatever I wanted. And yeah. it was amazing. Cause uh, I, I started just like joining indie teams and like, just kind of doing underground like stuff. And like I made friends with people who knew how to book really well. And uh, like I, there was a point where I had a show every night. Wow. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. No, it was, it was nuts. And sometimes it would be like an audience of four people, but like, you know, reps are reps. Yeah. What is the thing that you feel like you're, I, I this is a difficult, diff, <laughs> but for you, when you're like day to day, when you're getting up and getting out to go do comedy after you do day job. Yeah. What is the thing that you feel like you're at? just like, I'm going to have fun with my friends or I'm trying to get better or I want to get certain opportunities or what is the what is the thing you're dreaming? Hmm. I think I really like performing. And I think the so when I'm thinking about I people are doing like a lot of like TikTok and they're doing um, like online stuff more now. And I I'm not as drawn to that because I like the performance aspect so much. So I think just like the feeling of performing and like the friendship improv, like also like is nice because it's less solo. Like the when you do stand up or things like that, you kind of are going in alone and then you leave alone kind of and like you make friends. But at least like with an improv team, it's like you do really well together or you have a show that you do. We're like, ah, that was just fine together. But it's like that you're kind of like um had the community aspect of it is great and then i like the performing aspect of it also when i leave here i'm leaving alone i know you want to come with me but it's, please let me go with you there's cold wind blowing out there you you stay inside here i'm gonna go i'm gonna ride it's about 300 miles i'm gonna ride i might see you next next spring you're my best bud we can't be buds anymore. Why not? You got to tend to your land and me. I got to go it alone. My land is fine. My land is doing well. I don't need to look at the land. We have to go hang out more. It's because you got a hand that tends, that cares for the land. You don't need me, Marjorie. Yes, I do. You got Lou over there. Lou's no you. <laughs> Lou's not, as, Lou's not as good as you. Look at him. <laughs> what What do I do? Lou, you got something hanging out of your nose. Oh, man. I got to go with a Lou. Lou is stinky. What? He's stinky. He smells bad. That's not nice. Marjorie, I'm sorry. You got a gift with the land. This is your parents' farm, and it's, more, it's flourishing now, even in the cold, in a way that they never could get it to. You got to stay here, and I, me... I got to get on my horse and I got to hit, hit that trail. And What's there that you can't get here? What's there that you can't get? You're happy here. Why are you running? That's exactly the problem. I'm losing my edge. I'm going to end up like Lou here. Why am I the butt of all these jokes? I got to get out there into that cold wind and ride straight down into the abyss. And when I get, when I get to, when I get there, I'll know I'm there. 
And that's when I'll send a, I'll send a telegram back to you and I'll say, I'm here. And that's all it'll say. I won't give you my location. You know, I could be cool too. How? I can play the spoons. Lou, you didn't listen to me at all. You got something in it hanging out of your nose. I got to go alone, Marjorie. I'm, I know I see you hanging your head and I see you. I see you forming a tear, but just trust me when I say you got to stay here and tend to the land. You but if gotta you want to be miserable, then fine, go. I'm not going to do a ceremonious goodbye. I don't want your I'm here telegram. I don't want any of it. Cut ties with me and I'll stay here and I'll learn to play the spoons. Did I get it, by the way? No, it's bigger now. Oh, is there more stuff in my nose? There's teeth? more stuff. How can that much stuff be coming out of your nose? You got, got so a, many things to learn. Got allergies. This is, this is, I guess this is goodbye. Lou? Yeah? Well, Marjorie, I guess this is goodbye. Bye. Wait, why'd you just say my name and then? Yeah, why'd you do that? I tried to muster up some feeling for you, but I didn't have it. That's mean. Lou, I'm, I'm sorry. S- I'm sorry that it's kind of coming down on you like this, but we have to be candid about our level of friendship with each other. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't Lou. do anything wrong. You were just Lou. You're I'm just, just Lou. Here. Marjorie I and I are getting awfully close, and I gotta, I gotta break. I gotta sever the tie. We were about to fall in love. That's why I gotta go. We could be happy. You're gonna. You're trying to grow and cultivate me like you cultivated this hard ground. You're saying positive traits about me. Yes. I gotta run. Lou? Yeah? Don't you never fall in love. Okay. What if I said do fall in love? What would you have said? I'll try my best. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting on the horse. Fine. I'd like a little, you got a, any uh, piece of that apple pie that you make? Can I get a small piece? I'm not of giving that? you my apple pie. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Oh my God. I love that scene. Um, where, uh, how did I've never been interviewed like this? This is amazing. I tried not to make it an interview. I really wanted No, I'm, but it's it's good. You know what? What do you what do you want to talk about? <laughs> no, now I threw you off. What were you gonna say? I I don't even remember now. No, come on, you remember. What uh what let me see. Did I, you do you not know what you were gonna ha, say? No, I oh. really don't. But oh. what's it like to be interviewed? I don't think anybody's ever told me this. I also want to hear from you, Aaron, because you were on the show not so long ago. <laughs> were you? The, I don't know. I think the I've given the I've had these things come up in conversation with people before, but it's interesting just to be explaining things like that. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, I remember <laughs> when you interviewed me, we talked a lot about how I'm a forgettable person. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's beautiful. I think about, I think about it all the time. It haunts me. It was very sad, but it was beautiful and so honest. Hey, let me read this real fast, and then I do have a thought. Hey, you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, independent listener-supported radio. Thanks for listening. If you're an Amazon shopper and you'd like to donate in the way that costs nothing, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com backslash Amazon and register RFB as your Amazon Smile Charity. Every time you shop, a portion of your purchase benefits Radio Free Brooklyn. Also, this is a podcast called No Suggestion, an improv comedy talk show. Rate it five stars and subscribe to it and tell a friend because it's funny. Okay, shit, I forgot the question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, what are what, your guys' goals with comedy? What drives you when you wake up? That's very nice. Yeah, uh, I'm an actor, so like that's kind of the core of my comedy is okay. you know, uh, TV, film. Like I was asked the other day what my dream is, and I think like 
being a star of a TV show, I think is my dream. Like having a sitcom where I can just like really dig into a character. I think it would mm-hmm. be my dream. Nice. What's the model of that for you? What's the show that you're like, man, they nailed it on this one. Uh, the office. Nice. Yeah. 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 Like I think the British office or American, uh, American. Yeah. I, I think it's really the, um, like the blueprint for most, like, the new era of sitcoms and the it's the first show that really got ri- away from the tri-camera because I, c- I could never do a tri-camera sitcom that those are nuts and those are basically like stage plays every time every they're single up there. Day. yeah yeah or every single week yeah um i i think close to the same i don't know if i want to do a i'm I, in my mind right now i think it's the era that we live in and i also want to ask you about this i think there's a very Hmm. There should be, I think, very little divider between comedian and actor. Mm-hmm. I think most actors are weak and boring, and comedians are fucking apex predators. And everyone <laughs> should want to be a comedian. Uh, and then if you're a comedian, you can do anything. So, and 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 I just I love acting and I love performing and I love comedy. I don't even really know what my goals are anymore. I'm just doing it to try to. It makes me laugh. It's fun. And to just try to be better. And then whatever comes out of that is what comes out of it. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, where where do you sit on the actor comedy thing? Are you, is, is your interest comedy? Is your interest acting? Do you think of yourself as an actor? That's what actually funny. I was going to ask you what when you started identifying yourself as an actor. Well, I went to school for acting. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes people. Yeah. yeah no, I, I've them. been acting yeah. since I was 11. So. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's like. Um, I would say that I way more identify as like doing comedy more than actor. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't refer to myself as an actor, but I don't know what would make me refer to myself, what I would have to do to refer to myself as an actor. Maybe take like acting classes. That's okay. So this, so for me, this is like uh, looking, I'm searching for, I, I, would call myself I'm an actor first I am a comedian my way into comedy is through improv the biggest one of the biggest sources of heartbreak that I have is that almost no improvisers consider themselves actors and they all think they need to take acting classes what the hell, what do you think we've been doing here all this time yeah For real. you have a point I, I was actually talking about this like yeah yesterday this exact thing where it's like I was talking to all my friends who came in came in through improv of like the difference between improv and acting. And it's like, yeah, I a lot of improvisers don't identify as actors. It's really astounding. Like the difference is memorizing lines, which really uh, any idiot can do. You but memorize I even do lines. sketch and I still don't even. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't what even, is the thing? Yeah. There's some sort of Jedi mind trick that actors have played where you, see, you think you need to go to the actor's studio and. You need to know Chekhov and Chekhov, Strindberg and Stanislavski. Do you think that people need to take classes to identify as no. an actor? No. No. <laughs> I, I like I think it's the like the biggest scam that's been really? going on is just like I cuz there's a big thing with acting is like they they they're like agents and everyone will be like so where are you taking classes right now and i'm like i'm not taking classes right now and they're like well you got to keep on your education it's like no these classes do the same thing every time and i don't learn anything i just like pay someone money to like get access Yeah. yeah at least when you're doing improv all the time you're like having fun and making people laugh yeah you know what i mean but otherwise it's like 
but the, but the finest actors, the finest actors learned Strindberg. That's what you need to study. Both of you, both of you should take my class. Advanced Strindberg. What, what plays will we be covering in this class? Strindberg's finest plays. The the genuine cupboard. Mm-hmm. I'm unfamiliar with the genuine cupboard. Well, Is it based on the tiny cupboard? That's the venue we're standing outside of. But no, um, forget that play. There's there's a more even more essential play called the Gemini Mixer. Gemini Mixer. What is it about? You don't know the Gemini Mixer? I've, yeah. I've, I, I mean, uh, I, obviously, I, I'm probably going to have to take this class. Uh, I mean, sell me on it. You well, it's a CDM. 4,000 BT dual CD USB media player with Bluetooth. Yeah. He's just reading the box behind us. Don't you look behind you. This is acting. He's a scammer. The Gemini Mixer is a real play about people, the the dichotomy of man and that people with different sides of their personality meeting up in a night where all no holds barred. They just party. And you're using that name. Yeah, he's he's totally he's totally trying to Kaiser Soze us. Yeah. Kaiser Ah. Soze, a usual suspects. Perhaps the reason I've been able to pull the wool over your eyes is because of my mastery of acting. Especially in the style of Strindberg. So you're acting like a bad teacher right now? It's a double reversal. And that is a technique I'll teach you when you take my... Are you teaching us to be an actor or a scam artist? Uh, it li- Life. In life, you must play many roles. Especially when you do the plays of Strindberg. So, I feel like you still have yet to tell us an actual play by Sprint Strindberg. When might I use the sign-up sheet for my class? I expect to see you both there on Wednesday evening, and we'll do Strindberg's finest, Strindberg, his finest play, Lost and Found. I'm so sorry. Was this guy bothering you? I just came out from the acting studio and I saw this guy trying to give you a flyer. He doesn't work here. He doesn't work here? No, he's not. He's been trying to poach our students for the legitimate acting school. Has he been telling those students as well, like just random things written around? Yes, he reads all of the signs around. Last one was Main Street play when he was just literally reading a street sign. He's taking business from our theater and it's soliciting, sir. The name of your school is the legitimate acting school. Yeah. But do you teach legitimate Strindberg? We don't teach Strindberg because that's not a real guy. Could I just use the bathroom (laughs) scene? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't this a stupid thing to do with your time? Isn't it? It's so dumb, but I love it. Um, No, it's a good thing. It's a wonderful thing. It's, It's a... It's it is nice. I I've been doing like I think we've been doing the improv probably the same amount of time. I've been doing it so long. And How long? I, 
I've been doing it since I was 16, so that's about yeah. 22 years. Wow. You've been doing improv longer than me, but I, I think we've been like, if you put my acting years against your it's improv all the same years, stuff yeah. to no. me. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, I, I really, I don't have any regrets about it. Do you, how, what do your folks think about it? I don't know how, I never, you never know how people's parents react to, and I wonder what, for you, Aaron, as well, how people's parents react to the fact that their child is spending a lot of time doing creative stuff that is going to probably, it's questionable if it's going to be fruitful. Yeah. I don't want to say anything negative. No, yeah, I think the, um, they like it. They're excited by it. They've like come to a few shows. I think the, their experience of what improv is, is very like whose line, um, yes. is like what they've mostly seen. But I think now that they've seen a few shows and understand what it is, they, they like it. That's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. My, my parents don't get it. They, they, they're, they're real confused. They're like, so when are you going to be on TV? And I'm like, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I really uh, I always got a. Uh, that sounds nice. That sounds like you got parents who are just like whatever. You got whatever makes you happy. Parents. Yeah, I think too. Like for me, even the fact that I'm not relying on it right now to pay bills or like trying to like the fact that it's like I'm I'm living two full lives where I do comedy like crazy, but I also work full time. So it's like a which a lot of people do, but. I think in doing it that specific way, it makes me more exhausted, but also it's, I'm able to look at it like it's, there's no pressure on it for me right now where it's like the, there's no like this needs to turn into something or else it'll be bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think makes parents feel calmer. Yeah. Sometimes. Do, do your, are your folks like weirded out by the fact that they don't get it? Or they're just like, uh, I don't know. I'm just the, like, they're not all, they're not arts people. Mm-hmm. And uh, in college, like, really, like, it, it's one of those things where you're uh, chalked up against the most successful person you were performing with. Shit. Yeah. And the, the most successful person I've performed with has won a Tony and is now starring in his second Broadway production. So who is that? Uh, Andrew Burnap. I think I I, I uh, slandered him on my episode. I was on. That's so funny. But um, he's he's in my frenemy territory. Mm. Sounds like a, sounds like a real burn app. Yeah, he's he is. Um, if you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone or Google Play Store or Android. I read this wrong, but you get the gist. That's um, so fast. I try because I want to get it out of the way, but it's important. <laughs> but I want to get it out of the way. Um, what is a uh, Okay, now now I'm gonna open the. I feel like that deserves a better read. Let, let, let me let me see it. Go, go for which, it. Which one is it? And do any of them? I don't even. If know. If you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're Whoa. not in front of your computer, That's please training. download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available at the App Store for iPhone or Google Play Store for Android. All right, let me give that. Let me give that a try. <laughs> ah! Wonderful. Um, okay, we're, we're down to our last ten minutes. What what else do you want to say? What is on your mind, Jess? Jess Mukios, that you want to talk about? What's what What's do you want to mind? Yeah. What do you what do you got to what What do you want to get off your chest, or what do yeah. you want to What do you want to What do you What praises do you want to sing? What's happening <laughs> in your life that you're excited about? Uh, that's a good question. Um, 
I want now to... she's going to start reading things written around yeah, the room. Yeah, things <laughs> Read things the room. off the wall. Yeah. Uh, my friends and I are talking about going to Fringe to see shows, the festival. Edinburgh? Yes. Ed- um, Edinburgh? Yeah, so that'll be fun, I think, if we're able to pull that off. Um, yeah, we're trying to also like um, make and launch new shows. We, did, we just launched a show at... Um, BCC where it's like people submit bits so it's like a bit show um, so that's been really fun and we just got a new date for that today they're doing some innovative stuff over there I like that place yeah what's I want to know what's the thing that's happening in your life now that's not politics oh. that's not comedy it's politics is so it's such a far past thing but yes I know you're really heavy into politics yes. not um, HR not yes. HR and not comedy related what's the what thing are your that's hobbies? close to your heart yeah could be a hobby could be an interest could be a thought place a place that you're really thinking about pondering yeah um i want to try to watch all the oscar nominees before the oscars but i'm running out of time when is it this week yeah it's sunday no it's coming yeah it's sunday oh shit (laughs) am i allowed to say shit yes oh um uh yeah i did want to try have you seen the uh banshees of inishirin no i really haven't seen many of them at all i want to it's like it was a big elvis yeah. Have you seen The Fableman? No, but I've seen everything ever all at once. That, well, that's really the only one I've seen. And I, I was like, that should just win them all. Like, yeah, the, I thought it was great. There's nothing else I need to see. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Man, I love movies so much. I Movies are what Have got you me. seen Avatar, The Way of Water? I've never seen any of those. The movies. Way of Water. That, I don't get the appeal of Avatar. I don't get it. L- listen, let's take this last 10 minutes to talk shit about James Cameron. <laughs> Uh, His no. name is James Cameron. James Cameron. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I like his other movies, but I don't. Uh, I don't care for Avatar. I. Reference, I don't really get it either. I don't get it. They, I think they should all have a shared cinematic universe where Avatar fights the Terminator and go, they all go on the Titanic. Ooh, I love Did James the Cameron Titanic. do Terminator. Yes, oh. that was his first movie. Oh, I love Titanic so much. Titanic's I love it. Good. It is good. It's I good? feel a little bit of shame for liking it. Why? Do you like Titanic, Aaron? Uh, yeah. I love Titanic. Yeah, who's no, who's it, mad great. at you for liking Titanic? I think it just seems a little corny. Nah. It's, it's, you know, it's well acted. You know? It's a big scale. There's a lot of great actors. You know, uh, Kathy Zane. Bates. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates, the guy, the bad guy with, that looks like he's wearing eyeliner. I think that was Billy Zane. Billy yeah. Zane? Yeah. You listen to your friend Billy Zane. Yeah, I I love. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a really good. I, my gauge for almost everything, but especially for movies, is like it's a movie that just feels like just this is a weird, but just water going into your eyes. It just goes you would in. Love so Avatar: e- The Way easy. of Water. Really? Oh no, well, I mean it's water. water yeah, it. it but it's just like it's just a movie that feels like it's effortless to watch. There's yeah. only a few movies like that. Okay, let's name those. What are movies for you that are <sighs> that just are like effortless to watch? Yeah, not even that you're there. Your favorite movie, but it's just like you couldn't do. It, it's like it's like it, it's almost. I don't even know how to put it. It's like. The the movie is almost jumping off the screen into your eyes. It's School so of easy. Rock. That's the movie for me. Okay. Mamma Mia. Wow. Somebody else has talked about that recently. I love Mamma Mia. Is it is it that good? Should I see Mamma Mia? It's if fun. Not? That's I haven't. Okay, That's Meryl so, Streep. Yeah. Mamma Mia. Yeah. yeah. Pierce it's Brosnan. A, Pierce it's Brosnan. amazing. <laughs> wow. Well, no. Improviser. I think it's, no, no, no. I'm thinking of my big fat Greek wedding. 
I yeah. confused them. Well, they're, they're both, both in Greece. Yeah, well. Oh. But yeah, okay. I think with, with Mamma Mia, it's like um the Full most circle. fun I've ever seen people have in a movie, I feel like. Where wow. like you see pictures of them filming it. Look, they just seem like they're having fun. It's kind of weird. It's kind of silly. It's like weird. Also, it's the music of ABBA, you know. Yeah, so if you like some ABBA, ABBA music, yeah. It, it's just fun to sing along. Yeah. Which and is, I isn't realized that the name for too, a father? That, in Hebrew. Oh. Yeah. There you go. But I realized Abba too and Ima. that um that gro- growing up, I think the reason why uh, a lot of the girlies go nuts for Mamma Mia is because it's like all female led. So it's like just like different generate like the where it's a very female led story. And I think that that um, is fun <laughs> in that. Now, capacity. how do you feel about Mamma Mia? Here we go again. Also really good. Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again was probably like a better capital M movie than the first one. But the first I one just, is so... I, I felt like bad for Cher because her and Meryl Streep are like the same age. Yes, I felt bad. Well, actually, Cher's really old. No, no, I know, but, but so, so young. but so is Meryl Streep. But no, I think Cher's like no, 80. no, they're they're like five years apart. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there's a movie. One of my favorite movies is very dark, but it's not a it's not a feel good movie at all. But one of my favorite movies is also co-stars Meryl Streep and Cher. It's called Sophie's Choice. No, no, it's not <laughs> Sophie's Choice. It's called Oh, I'm losing. Ah, ah, what's it called? It's called uh, I don't even I don't know. <sighs> I'm, I'm blanking on share movies at the moment. Ah, shit. I got to Google. I got to find the name movie. of this movie. Uh, it's called, it's the name share. Moonlight? No. Moonlight is, is a. Sh- that's what share. Not, not Moonlight. Uh, not Moonlight, Moonlight. No, no. Uh, what was it? Moonlighters? No. What, what's the one? Is it? I don't know. Moon- Moonlight no. is not, that's the Barry Jenkins film. Yes. Silkwood. Silkwood. Okay. Silkwood, okay. I'm going to recommend this movie. It's, it's funny. Okay. But it's dark. Okay. Meryl Streep plays Moonstruck is the movie I was thinking oh. of. Yeah, it's not that one. That's with Nicolas Cage, who's my favorite living actor. Okay, but Silk- you separate your favorite actor by living and dead. Yeah, because dead is Robin Williams. He's my favorite actor. All yeah, the time. But I think you could just say your favorite is Robin Williams. No, no, because he wants a living one to keep watching movies <laughs> from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair. So, um, so because my favorite my favorite comedian is also dead. Stand up. My favorite stand-up comedian is dead. My favorite living one then is Colin Quinn. Who's your favorite? He's your favorite stand-up comedian. Who's your favorite dead, dead Robin one? Williams? No, no, no. Whoa! No. Favorite actor is Robin Williams. Favorite stand-up is who? Norm. Norm, Norm oh. McDonald. Okay, he died recently though. Yeah, Robin does not even make my list of favorite stand-ups. What the? He- what do you like him in so much? Genie. The genie in Aladdin. Goodwill. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Fisher that, King. That, that, nah, not Good so Good Morning much. Vietnam. Fluff? Not so what much. What is that movie? Flubber? 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 No, not at all. It's <laughs> Doubtfire? It's, Doubtfire, big time. Okay. It's, it's a Bicentennial movie. Man? That's one of those movies. Bicentennial Man. Like, no. Let's keep going until we run out. <laughs> but Old dogs. You guys won't say the one that is the most impactful. Uh, five Hour Photo. Nope. Uh, one Hour photo. Insomnia. Nope. Those are both. I think those both came out in the same year. No, greatest dad ever. No, 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 no. I don't know anymore. I don't think. Uh, I've got a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> keep going. Keep going. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, the one where he's president. Oh no! Hell no! No no! Oh um, hell no! Uh, anymore? Popeye. No, that's nice though. <laughs> uh, Nanu Nanu. <laughs> Is, no, he huh? is he in Fern Gully? He's not in Fern Gully. Okay. He is in Fern Gully. Yeah, he, he is, is in Fern Gully. He, he, is. he is in Fern Gully. Shit. Everything, we're doing a full circle here tonight. I was tonight. just about to. You guys still haven't gotten in. it, though. It's close to Fern Gully, though. It's close, and it's close in era. Oh, uh, uh, it is. 
Brave uh, Little Toaster? No. We already said Aladdin. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You already said Aladdin. A- an animated movie? No. Then oh. how is it close to Fern, Fern Gully? Go- uh, oh, uh, Jumanji. No. Oh, Free no. Willy. Free Willy. No, oh, wait, he's not he Free that? Willy. No. Jumanji is also very close, but it's not Jumanji. Ooh. Oh, boy. Okay. We're, we're, the clock's ticking down. The I'm looking at ticking. it. Right. Oh, man. I, I, close to Do Jumanji. Do I know it? Have I seen it? You know it, but you don't remember. It's living in some recess of your mind. What the And hell? we've mentioned another film by that filmmaker already. It's James a, Cameron? No. It's somebody who's up for an Oscar. Steven Spielberg. Yes. Hook. Yes. Oh, yes. hell yeah. That movie. Rufio. Rufio. Have you seen this no. movie? No. I know it. You got to see it. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought it's of it. It's not a good God movie. But it's not a good movie, but it's also a wonderful movie. It's, it's super, if not Superman. It, it's Peter touching. Pan grew up. Yeah, yeah. I, this, this movie is the reason I'm an actor. Wow. Go on. Okay. Why? And I And then I want to hear he what, what your hook is. Because... When I watched that movie, and this is why Robin Williams is my favorite actor, really. When I watched that movie, I was like nine. I was nine. I remember it. I was watching this movie, and I'm like, I know this guy's like old, 40-something years old. I know he's older than me. But I believe he's an 11-year-old boy. Mm. That's like Jamie Lee Curtis in Freaky Friday. Is that No one knows that poll? Yeah, I know, I know that. I know, the know that. Yeah, but she plays like a, uh, when they switch bodies, she acts like a teenager. Jamie Lee Curtis is a fascinating. I wonder what she's like to hang out with. I kind of, I, anyway. She eats a lot of Activia. Ooh. Is Activia. that she endorsed that? Yeah, she endorsed it. Um, the, the thing is, yeah, the, I watched that movie and I was like, oh, I never have to grow up. I'll just do improv for the rest oh, of my that's life. Nice. You know I what I mean? But yeah, but I thought that I was like, I never have to grow up. What's your, what are your hooks? What is the hook for each of you? What is the movie that you're like, well, I want to do or a show or anything yeah. for you? It's the office or is there? Another uh, uh, no, it's uh, the movie. Tommy boy. Uh, will uh, or the, Chris Farrell, Farley, Chris, Chris Farley. Farley, Farley, Will Farrell, Chris Farley, mm-hmm. Chris yeah. Farley. Yeah. Um, What's your Tommy boy? Will Farrell's I think it. the uh, D and it's always sunny. D, D and it's always seeing D and it's always like the character D oh. and it's always sunny. What's that actress's name? I can't. Kaylin Olson. Yes, that. What was it about her? That in the show, the normally women in sitcoms go like, "Guys, stop! Guys, <laughs> stop!" And she doesn't. She's just as bad or worse than them, and is also nice. a funny character on the show. So nice. I think that was um, a big one. That's beautiful. We all we all have those. Tell people how they can find you and what you're doing. You got 30 seconds. Oh, man. Um, so go Just dummy Mukios. comedy. Go dummy comedy. Hooper. Wait, let me get my actual handles. Get them in there. There we go. Go dummy comedy. Hooper improv and common ground comedy on Instagram. All right. You follow all those things. Uh, we have our, our, our first show with the new co-host Aaron Max Weininger. I yeah. called him Max earlier, and it's still it's still gnawing at me. Yeah, Aaron Max. It's gnawing at me too. Yeah, Aaron Max yes. Weininger. Yeah, my my handle's just Aaron Weininger. And the, the 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 moral of tonight, we went full circle many times, and the moral of tonight is let let's rethink Christopher Columbus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's rethink let's him. him let's chance. get him a jet ski. Get yeah. Chris a jet ski. Get him a jet ski. All see right. what he does with it, and don't make him give it back. We love you guys. Have a good <laughs> night.